1: Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com.
0: Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file twenty twenty-three. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
1: Thanks, Dexcom for being our partner. Hi guys. Nancy Grace here. All of us here at Crime Stories are working every day to stay in touch with you and bring you the very latest in crime and justice news all around our country. And now, our friends at Sirius XM are making it even easier for you to get Crime Stories while so many of us are doing our part, staying home and staying safe. This is what they're doing. If you don't already have a subscription at Sirius XM, Here's a chance to listen for free. Listen for free. Just go to your app store, download the app for SiriusXM, make up a login name, and you're in to listen for free. Listen through your phone, your computer, Alexa, Google Home, Sonos, any smart TV, so many other devices, but those are a few of them. Don't miss Crime Stories every weekday at high noon Eastern on SiriusXM XM 111, the Triumph Channel. Free listening for you runs until May 15. Sirius XM, thank you for letting our listeners listen for free and for being our partner. Joe Exotic, The Tiger King. The Netflix special was just a show billed as a documentary. But according to the people that lived through the reign of Joe Exotic, it was far from the entire story. We go behind the scenes and speak to people that worked there with Joe Exotic at the unlicensed zoo that can describe the abuse to so many animals, Some. Employees estimating 100 animals killed and buried there on the premises of Joe Exotic. So what is the truth? Right now, a very special guest, Kelsey Safry, who was with Joe Exotic for years and even lost his arm to a tiger. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories, special investigation of the Tiger King. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining me right now is a very special guest, Kelsey Safry. Kelsey, thank you for being with
2: us. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: Kelsey, I've done a lot of studying on you, and I understand you were in the U.S. Army. As a matter of Mm -hmm. fact, you handled explosives. Am I correct?
2: (laughs) Uh, Every soldier in the Army does that, but yes, ma'am, you are.
1: It's hard for me to imagine how you, with your military background, ended up working with Joe Exotic in basically an (laughs) unlicensed zoo. How did
2: that happen? Uh, I got out of the army in 2010 in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and it it was a passion of mine since I was a kid. So, the the only thing I was focused on was getting my hands on a tiger, and Joe was just the first one in the Google search.
1: You know, that's amazing to me, uh, Saf. <laughs> because when I was little, I dreamed of writing books and riding horses. I Great. never dreamed of holding a baby tiger cub. That's that's so intriguing to me that you grew right. up with that desire. Where did you first lay eyes on Joe Exotic?
2: It was at his uh, it was at his zoo. Um, you know, we had emailed back and forth after I had found him and uh, and found a way to contact him. Um, just about me coming out and just kind of checking it out since I had free time, you know. Um, and then, of course, maybe uh, I don't know a couple of weeks after um, our initial contact is when I met him in person and I'll I tell you what you're never prepared for that
1: what do you mean by that because I mean I know you've seen the Netflix docudrama docu-series is right. that what he's really like is that what you encountered the first time you met him
2: oh yes that's Joe yeah
1: well I guess there's no putting <laughs> perfume on a pig Saf no so when no, you first not. met up with him how did that meeting end up in you working with him
2: you know um there was not much conversation between joe and i uh we've already talked about what i wanted out of that experience or just you know being at that park um so once we met you know he he got me to the animals i mean i didn't see anything else you know joe didn't matter um i was six inches from a tiger so that's why i never left
1: once you started working there what were your duties
2: uh, initially, it was just I, I was on, I was placed on a crew, you know. Um, so it had a crew leader, and, and I, I honestly picked up tiger poop and, and handled raw meat to feed these cats for at least the first year, you know. Um, and I loved every second so of it. So
1: shoveling poop and feeding mm-hmm. raw meat. You know, I, I'm glad you mentioned that about
2: mm-hmm. the
1: raw meat because... I don't know how this could have been spliced in in some misleading way. I believe the part in the Netflix series where the animals were not getting enough food. I'll circle back to that. Um, So you start off shoveling poop, feeding the Mm -hmm. animals. Was working behind the scenes different than you thought it would be?
2: I I don't know if I thought... um as far as the work part of it, um, I just wanted the experience of being able to interact with them, you know. Uh, I was born and raised in yep. Hawaii, so I don't, I don't know anything as far as being around these animals and, and anything that entails, you know, that experience. Um, so I was learning everything firsthand. Nothing, everything was new and nothing, you know, felt out of place or, or incorrect. I didn't know any better. So
1: When you and I talked before, you mentioned that you knew tigers were being killed right shot right did joe exotic himself shoot the tigers that had been in cages
2: right yes every time yeah
1: is it true that one of your jobs was to get the animals lure them feed them give them tricks over to the side of the cage
2: yeah, you know, um, it wasn't a job, necessarily. It was, it was just a fact. I mean, these animals trusted us. We were their everything. We were their food. We were their love. We were their compassion, their camaraderie. We were their everything, you know? So, yes, for sure. If we wanted, he wanted that tiger up at the side of the cage, it was us that brought him there, for sure.
1: You told me that it's just like other people's pets. Um, our dog and cat... The moment I wake up, they run to the door Mm -hmm. and walk with me from the bedroom to the kitchen. They almost know instinctively when you're coming. How would Mm -hmm. the animals react when they knew you, South, were coming?
2: I mean, the same, you know, and and don't get me wrong, there were animals on Park that didn't like me, that that liked others uh, more than me. Uh, before the ones that i had relationships with and, and you know just created this bond i mean it was just like your dog or cat at home you know you you enter into their presence and they're ecstatic about it you know that's that's that unconditional love you know so it was good is it true
1: that part of your duties getting the animals the tigers over to the side of the cage included
2: when Joe Exotic shot them. You know, that's, that's true. I mean, he could never get them to the side of the cage no matter how hard he tried. So, um, yeah, it's true that that was asked of the employees. I never did it, you know. I was a part of the problem as far as being there on park when I knew it was going on. Um, but I never, I never called anyone over to its death. No, there's no way.
1: That would haunt me the rest of my life. If I called the animal over, knowing it was going to be shot. What would happen when Exotic was going to shoot the animals?
2: As far as, like, on park or with the animals?
1: Yeah, I mean, how would he go about shooting them? I mean, it may be normal for everybody else, but for me, to shoot a tiger that's been sitting in a cage, just shoot Mm -hmm. it in the head, dead, Mm -hmm. I I think that's horrible. And I don't it's understand savage. how would that get set up? Wouldn't everybody know what was happening? When you go up to a tiger with a gun, it's pretty clear right. something bad's gonna happen.
2: Right, yeah, no, it, it, I'm, I'm absolutely sure that everyone knew what was going on, including myself. Um, and you know, at that point, it's just a look away type of situation. There, there isn't much that you can do to stop Joe on his own property from doing what he wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I'm sure everyone on park knew what was happening. There's just not much you can do about it.
1: Why would he do it, Seth? Why would he gun down innocent animals that have been sitting in cages? They weren't about to jump on him or bite him or hurt anybody. Why?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's greed. Um, it's all greed. You know, it was always about the biggest or the baddest with Joe. Um, anything that can bring him to the you know to the limelight, the be the star of the show. Um, and and it's so sad to say uh, out loud, but I know it's true. You know that he was an opportunist. If he had an opportunity to put a tiger in a cage that was more beneficial to him, then he will make that cage empty.
1: You know, when you say he will make the cage empty, let's just be honest and call it what it is. Yeah,
2: yeah. He'd yeah, Joe. Kill Joe, definitely the tiger. Yeah, yeah he did. You know and and it happened since before i was there and it continued to happen throughout the time i was there and once i realized that i was more a part of the problem than a part of the solution i left so
1: how do you why do you think it went on after after you left
2: you know i think joe there's nothing that's going to change joe joe is the way that he is and and there's nothing that's going to change him and i know that there was a time, especially that I witnessed, um, that he had compassion for animals. You know, that's, that's why I was so stuck on that place. It just seemed like exactly where I needed to be at that time in my life as well. Um, and once I realized that wasn't the case, it took me a while. Um, I was so consumed in what I was doing and I loved every second of what I was doing that you know it, it took me a while but I came around to it and, and now looking back on it it's just a, it's a travesty you know and I was you know a part of it. You know what it sounds it. like
1: Saf? Have you ever heard about how battered women stay in the home in the family to take because they want to protect the children? I right. think a lot of exotic staff stayed there because they loved the animals and wanted to take right. care of them. What can you tell me about how exotic would act after he shot down a tiger or another animal.
2: Yeah, it never fazed him. Um, it never fazed him. He just, it was something he did and then went on with his day. If you didn't hear the gunshot or if you didn't see the gun, you would have never knew it happened until you realize the tiger's missing.
1: And the other staffers would just act like that was okay.
2: No, no, um, but like I said, you know, there wasn't much that you could do. Um, There's no arguing with Joe. You know, a lot of people left. A lot of people left. Um, A lot of people spoke up, but again, they were no longer a part of the park. I feel like um, the reason that I stayed, you know, was definitely because I always felt the next time I can do better. I can do more ignorance and, and idiocracy.
1: You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace.
1: What would happen to the corpses of the animals that he shot?
2: He had a contract um, with a Skulls Unlimited. It's, uh, it's, it's just a skeleton museum, and that's where most of the skulls went.
1: Have you ever heard the phrase bone collector?
2: Yeah, of course. What is it? A bone collector? Just a... Uh, someone who's in it for I understood the, there was the a truck
1: that he would put the skeletons on and some of the staff nicknamed it the bone collector
2: right right it was it was the guy who came and picked up the bodies actually we never held the tigers long enough for them to be skeletons um, that was actually why they were being sent to the museum um, so they can break it down and and you know get them to these properly clean skeletons um, and of course Joe had access to all these exotic animals that most don't, so they were there. Um, as far as I know, they were, they so he were the was only people that got making money off any the of skeletons. The bodies. I really don't know if he sold them. I can, I can only imagine there was some kind of financial benefit. Joe doesn't do anything without um, some kind of financial gain from it, you know, so.
1: Seth, I want to talk to you about something, and I don't mean to bring up more bad memories, but what yeah. happened to your arm? What exactly happened?
2: <laughs> Uh, 2013 I was just doing chores typical Saturday morning you know um, and I stuck my hand into a full-grown males Tigers catch pen um, to release him from the catch pen and into his main enclosure and he he grabbed a hold of my hand and shredded shredded my arm up with his claws so it was about 15 to 20 seconds of um, of him showing me you know he's a tiger (laughs)
1: Why did he do that? After all the times you had done the very same thing,
2: right? You know, um, I can only imagine. I, I obviously don't know the, the exact answer to that, but I can only imagine it was it was October, early October. Um, I had a thick coat on. I had gloves on. Um, you know, we give these animals stuffed animals all the time. We give them uh, toys for enrichment. I can only imagine he thought it was a toy. I couldn't be sure. I have worked with that animal before, and was I have worked hungry? directly with that animal after. Um, he was, you know. We, well, that's what I was trying to do—is get him back into his main enclosure. Um, but we don't really make it a habit for certain animals to to feed through the cage, um, for that reason exactly, you know. Um, but, you know exotic animals—you just—they're you know, unpredictable. in the Netflix
1: series, Saf, I am convinced from that. A lot of I think I'm not convinced of, but I could tell that the animals were hungry that they were not mm. getting enough food, especially right. one scene when they said there were not enough chickens to go around. How often did the animals go hungry? Tell me the truth.
2: Right, yeah, no, um, there, was, there was not really a time where they were starving. You know, We fed them every single day. Um, and in the wild, you know, they're eating you know, 100 pounds of meat every two weeks, um, but it's what they're used to, is the 20 pounds of meat every single day so yeah, you don't you don't give a four hundred pound tiger their twenty pounds of meat that day. They're they're not going to be happy about it. Um, but no, not a single animal was starving on that park. You know, um, well, there were times. Where I mean, the I know they weren't starving were because
1: they were still right. alive. But <laughs> right, I'm convinced they were not being fed enough.
2: Right. Why? It, Why mean, wasn't
1: there enough food to go
2: around? Resources. Um, you know, we did have a contract with certain stores. Uh, that we would get their off-the-shelf meat. Um, And because of Joe and and Joe's actions, you know, we lost a lot of those contracts. So once that went away, now we're paying out-of-pocket. It becomes nearly impossible, you know? Um, And that's the reason.
1: Uh, What do you mean because of Joe's actions? That you lost food for the Tigers because of Joe's actions? What do you mean?
2: Yeah, you know, um, he he just, he made some statements and... uh, And then obviously, you know, the whole rumor of him using the meat that was donated um, for financial gain in in his restaurants, that was it. That's all they needed, and they pulled that contract quicker than you could say it. So.
1: Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Using the donated meat for restaurants, what?
2: Yeah, yeah, he opened two restaurants. He opened a pizza restaurant and a bar down the road, a bar and grill down the road from the park. Um, The pizza restaurant was on the park property. And you know the first yeah. the first week of any of these uh, establishments being opened, uh, it was yeah he's using the meat off of the meat truck you know and um, it, was, it was the
1: donated meat.
2: Yeah, it was a bad deal you know, and the only the only losers wait, wait. was the animals. The donated meat it. for
1: the tigers got used at the restaurants.
2: Yeah, that was the rumor. Yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> you know I I know you have told me that you felt guilty for. Mm the role that you played with the animals with them getting killed or not getting enough to eat you didn't kill any animal and you did not starve any animal but how did that make you feel being part of seeing animals killed at point blank range in fact i believe you told me they were tranquilized and then shot dead
2: It just depended on the day um it's it's weird to say but you know Joe wouldn't waste tranquilizer if he's just gonna end their life so I highly doubt he used tranquilizers honestly
1: you just shoot him point blank
2: Yeah Yeah you know uh, a monster is a relative term and, uh, and and Joe fits the bill you know um, I've seen him do a lot of good and I know he's done a lot of bad um, and that's really where I'm at with the whole thing is is aside from the whole Joe. You know association I know that I was the one there with those animals and um, it kills me it kills me but I, I can only move on. Seth I
1: read and I don't know if this is true but I mm-hmm. want you to tell me where Exotic would dark gun a, mo- a mommy up to five times to make the mommy go to sleep so he could take the baby out of her arms and sell it as young as 10 days two weeks old while the baby's still mm-hmm. nursing because the mom mm-hmm. wouldn't give away the baby or let him take the baby so a dark
2: gunner yeah yeah he would um, yeah Joe Joe wanted those babies I mean he he bred those tigers for a reason he wanted those babies away from their mom and if you can imagine anyone trying to take your babies away from you and how you would react imagine that in a 400 pound tiger um yeah yeah it was a bad over deal my you know,
1: cold dead body over my that's what cold, she said too body. you know that's
2: that's what these tigers said too um i've never seen one i've never seen one just walk away i've never you know i i've seen some kind of ignore their babies but you try to take those babies from them and they'll come after you so yeah it was always a bad deal
1: what would happen how how would that happen
2: you know he like i said he bred them um for a reason. Uh, so we knew the cages that were breeding. We knew uh, how long gestation was. We knew exactly, we could time it to to the week when those babies were gonna be there. Um, and for the most part, you, you know, he used the same breeding pair. So uh, it's just a continuous vicious cycle of, of cubs and, and breeding and cubs and breeding. And um, it's, it just gets ridiculous with Joe, but you know, Joe, Joe was, it was greed in the end, you know? For me, it was, it was a lot of greed and, and what selfishness. What
1: would the mom do, Saf? What would the mom do when she'd wake up and the baby She's, be gone?
2: Yeah, um, you know, he never used tranquilizers. Um, he darted them, just, just empty darts. But it's still, it's still the same concept. You're, you're just picking at her. You're just picking at her to push her out of there. Um, and eventually, she just cowers, cowers to her catch pen, you know? Um, and that was the routine every time. Second she's in her catch pen, you lock her in there, you have full access to those cubs without that mom having any access to you. And every time, it happened every time.
1: I can't imagine that the mother tiger could, would, would not react once she got free.
2: No, she reacts, she reacts. You know, it's not, it's, it never happened in two minutes. Um, there's, there's lots of videos out there where these, these mothers are, they come after us, you know? Um, if it wasn't for that cage, I mean, yeah, there wouldn't be a story to tell. They they fight with everything they have, but... Um, I got to tell you it's, something,
1: it's, that's making me feel sick to my stomach, to think yeah. that you dart the mother over and over, yeah. and then the minute you could take the baby, take it, yeah, and it would happen yeah. over and over and over to the same mother tiger?
2: Yeah, for the most part, yeah, we we had the same breeding pairs. Um, when they stop breeding, Joe gets another breeding pair, so.
1: Did it ever concern him that that is against the law, to sell those
2: baby tigers? I think, you know, his, he he was so, Joe was so focused on what he wanted and what he needed. Obviously, um, as we can tell where he sits right now, I don't think he thought the law applied to him,
1: You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for
0: being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.
1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Seth, let me ask you about Carol Baskin. Everybody is interested in Carol Baskin, and I I get it. I know he would say he wanted her head in a jar. I mean, he's (laughs) documented saying that on one of his YouTube shows. Mm. Uh, Wanting her head cut off, wanting wanting her shot off her bike trail while she's out all by herself on a bicycle Was that just for show, or
2: do you believe he really wanted Baskin dead? Oh, I I mean, Joe was a talker for sure, but there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, he thought life would be better off without her. No doubt in my mind, no.
1: Why do you say that? What did you observe that makes you say that?
2: Every day started with, you know, Carol. Every day continued with Carol, and every day ended with Carol everything that came up was Carol's fault. You know, every issue that that arise, whether it had to do with his personal life or to do with the park, you know, it was Carol's fault. Um, and, And after a while, you just start to tune it out. I mean, you have to, to get anything done.
1: Do you believe he would have
2: killed her with his own hands? No, no, Joe's, no. Joe does not have that in him. Why? I know this this man. I worked with him for almost 10 years. What do you
1: mean he doesn't
2: have it in him? That's not what a jury said. No, I mean, I'm sure that the jury is very convinced, just just like I am, that he wanted her dead. But I know, man to man, he doesn't have it in him to do it himself. You don't think he had the guts to do it himself? Absolutely not. No.
1: I believe your phrase was he didn't have the balls uh... for it.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it is. I didn't know I could say that. You can say the truth. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't have the balls to do it himself. But would he hire somebody to do it? That sounds more of Joe's alley, for sure. You know, I mean, I've said it according before. To those Anything that he, audio can, tapes, he can get anyone else to do, right.
1: According to those audio tapes, he said, I just got to go sell a bunch of tigers. His words,
2: not mine. See? I mean, like I said, anything Joe can, can can get anyone else to do, that's that's what he's gonna do. Uh, I've done so much what more than physically. That Saf, what do you think
1: happened with that fire, Seth? What do you think happened with that fire? Yeah, the
2: fire. Um, I mean, it
1: was quite the coinky the coincidence that he was out of town one night for I think a wedding or a funeral, and right. that night, one of the structures there that had all that video in it of his reality show all went up in smoke and i believe there were
2: alligators in there too there was there was there was 11 animals in that building in the same building um what i think of it is is I, i can i can just hope that the man i stood next to for almost 10 years didn't put animals lives you know in a situation where they they ended for his benefit um but i guess i guess that's just that's what he does well, who else do you think could have done it? Who, wanted, who would have done it? Who would it benefit? No one. I mean, no one. That was that was footage of everything for years, um, everything on that park. So if there was anyone who, who would have benefited from it, it's him, and if there was anyone who would have uh, been destroyed by it, it's him. So there you so go. So
1: when you had your arm ripped off, off by the tiger, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you this. What was Exotic's response to that? How, how did he act when you were hurt so badly?
2: Yeah, in front of me, um, you know, he was, he was pretty decent. I mean, it was just, hang in there, we'll, we'll get you help, you know? Um, and my reaction was just, I just knew I needed to stay calm so that everyone else didn't panic, you know? Uh, but of course, I didn't see anything he did outside of my view. Um, but honestly, I, I didn't expect anything different. You know, Joe was always, you know, he, it's all about Joe. So,
1: What do you mean you didn't expect anything different? What is your understanding? What have you learned was his reaction?
2: Yeah, you know, we all have different priorities. I was, I was kind of focused on um, not bleeding out and, uh, and, and, you know, the customers and, and the employees that had to visually see what I had just been through. Um, their their welfare and and well-being um and then of course you know the tiger who seemed pretty pleased with himself um but you know his his priority at the time was was financial you know recovery um and and wardrobe so i guess we're different
1: Whoa 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 what what now
2: (laughs) financial recovery and wardrobe for sure was his priorities
1: what do you mean by financial recovery and wardrobe that's what he was worried about after you got
2: your arm bitten off that's that's what he was worried about yes um you know i knew it was going to take a toll on the park i mean obviously everyone had to go home that day so whatever he had made in sales that day up until that point 10 a.m in the morning um he had to return and everyone left they they shut that park down for at least the day um and, and and I know that's what he meant by that. On top of the fact that it was it was going to be a story, it was going to be out there. Now everyone knew about this incident, um, and I know that he he also implied that that was going to affect his you know financial gain as well. So he told you that he did not. He did not tell me that. Um, I learned that as a viewer. So
1: <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Did he take care of you financially after? You lost your arm?
2: No, no I didn't ask him to. I didn't I didn't care for the money. I wanted back on park. I wanted to just keep doing you know what I have sacrificed so much for. Um, I wanted that and, and it was really just um, it was sort of a, a verification for me that this is this is what I want you know so that's, that's what I was focused on. There was no uh, financial compensation from Joe no
1: and you never thought to sue or anything like that because you wanted to stay working there?
2: Not, not really um, just because I wanted to stay working there, but I, I, I didn't ever look at finance or, or suing or compensation as, as anything that I wanted to pursue um, just because it took away from being able to work, you know, being able to interact with these animals. And Not to say that Joe's the only place he- I could have done that at, but... Um, it was the place that I was doing it at you know and and I was doing it at, at, I was doing it there for almost three years up until that point so yeah when
1: you watched the Netflix documentary right was that real did it show the truth or a slice of the truth or what was that
2: yeah no um, as far as the lives of the people yes um, there was a lot of sense you know they, they sensationalized a lot of things as far as um, Housing, You know, they, there was housing provided for the employees. It, it wasn't trashed housing, um, but the employees trashed it. I mean, everyone's an adult and they live the way they want. So, yeah, the, it, it, was, it was crazy to see it um, kind of highlighted the worst of the worst, you know? Um, but as far as the people, it was spot on. That's, that's exactly who they are.
1: When you heard the jury verdict that Exotic mm-hmm. was found guilty, do
2: you think they got it right or wrong? Yeah, no. I mean, it, it was obviously right um, as far as, you know, the wildlife um, uh, convictions. And then there was no going around the murder for hire, you know. I knew that that was going um, to drop on his head. Um, but, you know, I've known Joe since 2010. And even before 2010, Joe had an issue with Carol. Um, And he's been talking the way he's talked, you know, on that documentary about Carol since I met him, and probably before that. Um, So I I definitely know he was encouraged, you know. He's got to have been pushed into going this far. Um, It was like the straw that broke the camel's back, you know. Um, So it's just unfortunate the way it played out. But what am I doing now? What do you do now? Yeah. Yeah, I. um, up until about two weeks ago, I, I was working just a regular warehouse job here in, here in uh, Redlands, California, um, until they shut us down because of the COVID. Um, yeah, I was just trying to get back to life, you know. Um, took a minute to find myself and, and get back to life and move on. Um, the bills don't, you know, bills don't wait around for anybody, neither does life, so.
1: Why did you leave Exotic?
2: I, I genuinely was there. For a reason. I was there to, to, I mean I keep saying it, to fight the fight. Um, for for me and, and my future, you know, whether it's people or, or not, um, I wanted these animals to be a part of that all the time. I wanted to interact with them and I wanted my kids to not only see them in picture books or read about them like dinosaurs, you know, I want them to be able to touch, feel, see. Um, and, and that was honestly why I, I stuck it out, you know, for for the, for the animals. I mean, for everything but that did I was able leave? to do there. I left because, I mean, I didn't see that being a progressively positive thing for the animals. I mean, I invested so much of myself in that park and in that experience. I invested, you know, blood, sweat, tears in my left hand. Um, and in the end, I, I realized that I don't even know what's good or best for these animals. I have no idea. Still, till today, I don't know. Um, and again, if I'm not a part of the solution, I'm, I'm a part of the problem. what was the
1: straw that broke the camel's back? Why did you one day leave?
2: Yeah, uh, I had a conversation with Joe after um, coming back from a road trip. Um, and it was, unfortunately, the day that his husband killed himself. Um, so... It was just a bad conversation during a bad time about, you know, bad things. So uh, that's when I decided to walk away, and, and I never looked back.
1: Now, Saf, you know, you can't just say that to me. I mean, not ask you, what are you talking about? Right. A bad conversation um, you know, about bad things, and you leave right. your dream job. What yeah. bad things?
2: I, I, I told him, I mean, I basically just kind of called him out on on the entire experience. I mean, 10 years of my life, so where is this going, what is our mission, what are we focusing on, you know? Is there anything that we're doing to, uh, to change? Uh, are we gonna go from quantity to quality? Are we gonna change the fact that, you know, we don't have enough staff members to cover the amount of work that needs to be done? The, the, we don't have the resources to provide, you know? What are we gonna do about this? I, nothing, I got nothing. I couldn't do it. Well, what did he like- say? I mean, I know the yeah. animals were going hungry. I
1: know there right. were not enough workers. Right. What about that road show made you
2: confront him? Well, uh, the, ro- the road trip that I took. It was a personal trip for me. Um, and I kind of just did some reflecting as far as what am I doing with my life? You know, Is, am I really making a difference or am I just being selfish because I get to love and hug on tigers every day? Um, and the conclusion I came to was I, I'm being absolutely selfish if I don't at least speak up. You know, they can't speak up for themselves. I got to say something. If not, it's just wasted time. So you and come ignorance. back,
1: you confront him about mm-hmm. what? Lack of food, lack of workers. Just everything. Lack of right. room. I don't know how you keep a tiger in that cage when they want to be free. And right. did he give any answer? Did he curse you out? What happened?
2: Oh, yeah. There was there was some very choice words, Nancy. Um, but for the most part... He wasn't even focused on that. And again, like I said, it was bad timing, but I had to get it out. Um, he, he wasn't focused on it. He didn't hear me. He didn't care. Um, it was all about what he had just lost, what he had just gone through. And that was, you know, that was the end of the conversation. I, I never looked back.
1: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the EasyBreathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own EasyBreathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at TrinitySchool.org. That's TrinitySchool.org.
1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. When you look back on your time with Joe Exotic, what uh-huh. mental image? What vivid mim- image stays
2: in your mind of Joe Exotic? Yeah, um, desperate. You know, I, I see just desperation every day. You know, I used to think it was like motivation and a driving force, you know. Um, Joe figured it out. He'll always figure it out, you know. And now I realize it's, it's, it was always just reaching, man, just constantly reaching for things just out of his reach, you know. Um, huh, that's what I see.
1: I have one last thing to ask you. I read an account where Exotic would whip the baby tigers to train
2: them, mm. and that was from an eyewitness. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. He believed um, in tools. Um, so, yeah, he would always have a whip on stage. Obviously, you guys know we carried guns on park. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's how he... Um, it was, it was his way of showing us how to work with these, these babies, you know, and um, he did, he did it in front of people. He, he was trying to teach them. Um, thankfully, I came up with my own way. You know, I never used a whip, not once. But even babies,
1: whip babies,
2: baby yeah, tigers? He, he did, he did, he used it. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, he wasn't whipping them. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a horse whip, so that's why it's called a whip. It was more of a, of a touch type of thing. Um, it's still unnecessary. I mean, you genuinely don't need it, in my opinion. I've I've worked with tigers without one, um, so yeah. Well,
1: if there's nothing wrong with it, why didn't you do it?
2: I just didn't. I didn't need to. I honestly didn't need to. I I mean, these animals are so smart, man. They and they're giving this to you. You know, you're not making them do. You can't make a. I gotta disagree tiger with you, South. Anything. I don't
1: think there's anything good about putting a whip on a baby tiger.
2: No, I'm glad there's you nothing didn't. good about it. Right. Right. Yeah, there's nothing good about it. Um, I just, like I said, you know, you can get things done by just forming a bond with these animals. I mean, I think that was the biggest draw for me is that these animals were willing to work with me. They were willing to be in my presence. That is amazing. You know, you don't get that from humans. You, humans Do you are
1: think other people are going to be charged? For instance, if Exotic was convicted of illegally selling endangered species somebody had to be buying them right. the staff had to know what was going on and enable it right. other right. people owning uh,
2: working unlicensed zoos do you think there are going to be more charges down the road i mean i i'm sure if they they dig deep enough they're going to find a lot more players in this yes i mean it's all the entire animal industry is connected every single person is connected there's not a person in america that doesn't have an animal or a cat from, from one of these other zoos or one of these other sanctuaries. It, there's not a person. So, yes. I'm what are your sure words to more.
1: Exotic today? What are your words to him
2: now? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really have much to say to him. Um, I, I wouldn't want to see him die in prison, um, but I wouldn't want anyone to die in prison. I, I knew Joe personally for 10 years, and, uh, and that's where I leave our relationship. I mean, you've got to, every
1: time you look down at your left hand, you, you've got to remember the, the conditions right. at the zoo and the way right. the animals were treated. I mean, that's a forever right. reminder of what you went through and what the animals went through.
2: Right, and it's also a forever reminder of what I sacrificed for them. So, works hand in hand, I guess.
1: Is it true that Joe Exotic gave you a handful of documents to sign when you left the hospital?
2: No, no. That was definitely misconstrued. You know, um, they asked me uh, how do I know my hand was still functional. And I said because I was still able to write my name. I wrote it just on a piece of, like, hospital paper. I wrote my name out um, just to prove that I, I was still able to use my hand um, before they amputated it. So it was definitely misconstrued into, oh, man, he made him sign things. No, I didn't, I didn't sign anything, you know. Okay. If you had to
1: give me your best estimate, how many tigers or animals, because
2: I know there were more than tigers, yeah. did Joe Exotic kill? Best over the, guess. The, right. Over the period of, of 10 years that I was present, uh, man, 100, Easily. Easily and again it's not all big cats what? you know
1: what else what it Other was, animals. it was
2: anything that he needed a cage for nancy um if he needed a cage that a wolf was in that wolf had to go if he needed a cage that a raccoon was in that raccoon had to go it was anything that but need Joe the cage for
1: what saf what need for the cage more for more animals
2: what? you know for more animals that he thought was going to be more beneficial to him if he had four cages that had raccoons in it and he had an opportunity to get in to get an animal in that he didn't have on park yet, three of those cages are gonna have raccoons in it and the other one's not. You know, it's as simple as that. I mean Joe Joe's not complicated one bit. It was it was it was opportunity and, and selfish. You know, it was greed and so at he the would very, kill very them to animals.
1: make more money?
2: He, not all the time. He wouldn't always kill them. Unfortunately, there was a lot of times where he would just, if, if it was a raccoon, he'd let it go. He'd just let it go. Yeah.
1: So you think over the time you were there, he, Joe Exotic, killed about 100 animals easy. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about uh, the possibility of a presidential pardon for Joe
2: Exotic? Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's up to the president, I guess.
1: Well put. You know, South. I wish you nothing but good things. All good things. I appreciate things that.
2: Thank you. I appreciate Thanks. that. Thank you.
1: The Tiger King. The investigation goes on. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the EasyBreathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own EasyBreathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
1: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are,